Hey everybody, welcome back to the Infinite Adventures Podcast. I'm John Venegas, aka Asad Al-Kadir, and I have been tasked with delivering what may very well be the final intro of book one. It's been a blast so far, and it pains me to say this, but David indeed means that he is going to kill one of us today. And, um, whoever it is, I don't want to spoil it, but either way, it grinds my gears. But, uh, you know, part of the fun is not knowing what comes next, and that includes character deaths. Last we left off the gang, uh, they killed the bag lady and the final owner, Rogan, or so they thought. They finally confront Zendalus, and after what seemed to be the end here, uh, they destroy him. After taking, uh, quite a few hits, and quite frankly, almost dying. When all was silent for just a brief moment, Zendalus's corpse started spinning, and out from that, sprung the tattered man it soon became another fight to the death although this time it was a bit more one-sided the tattered man knocks out Assad and Karagor and then turns around and asks blue if he'll bow to him blue of course turns down this offer and dissatisfied the tattered man promises to kill one of us today we'll just have to see who that is so enjoy episode 23 Hey guys, and welcome back to the Infinite Adventures Podcast. The first podcast in the world where you get to witness me pee my pants. Um, uh, I don't think we're going to witness anything. Yeah, I, this is an audio medium. Yeah, I don't, I don't think you take can, a we can picture or video of it. I don't think anyone's going to see that. You totally, you can totally witness me peeing my pants. Hold on, shit. Please do not make any sound effects. <laughs> I'm gonna so before cut this... out your audio off. <laughs> I'm not lying. I will do this. <laughs> well, if you do cut the audio, that's fine. So David was complaining around earlier about how I talk up to the mic sometimes. And he's like, sometimes every episode you do this. You can't prove that because you delete it. So <laughs> what do you mean? I still have everything, every uh, non-edited episode saved. Mm-hmm. I can prove this. Okay. Well, I One it would make you uncomfortable to prove I'm, it. If so. I'm ever late to like an episode. I'm just going to make a uh, compilation audio of every time we've done this. And I'm pretty sure I have like an hour's worth of shit I can just put up there. John John does weird stuff against the mic. Uh, do not that click. That just not sounds worse. Bite. Yeah, I know. So how's everyone doing today? I'm doing great. I've been thinking about this all day. I've been working on stuff for hours because I'm terrified and because I didn't understand how to make characters apparently. As is evidenced opinion. by, what was it, Cedric? Cedro. Cedro, it's Spanish whatever. For, it's Spanish for cedar. I'm, I, look, I just, I'm sorry if I get kind of weird when I start making druidic characters because they have a lot of cool shit. I mean, yeah, but you gotta admit, when you first made him, you technically didn't even finish him. <laughs> hey, hey, that's in the past. Who cares about Cedro? Also, it's another universe, so... True. No, no one cares about Cedro, not even his god. So let's continue forward. So today, I guess it's going to be just a normal standard episode. No, someone's dying. <laughs> Bullshit! <laughs> Bullshit! 
Well, if it's any consolation, we should have been dead like ten times over. Yeah, because apparently uh, we've been apparently. using positive pulse wrong. No, we have not been using it wrong. <laughs> you have been using it wrong. What if, what if David, uh, hypothetically, this isn't yeah. what happened, but hypothetically, what if everyone else knew he was doing it wrong? Then y'all have done it wrong. <laughs> I did not mess anything up. I I'm rely... A... <laughs> I rely on y'all to have everything prepared and have full understanding of how your spell works. So I am relying on y'all to be trustworthy with the stuff you're saying. So, David, I have a question for you. So pretty much what you're asking me is to be an investigator. Right. About about all the stuff we need to know. I guess yes. In a sense, yes. Let's see. Yes. Okay. So I'm, yeah. I'm, confident. I'm glad to know we got this handled. <laughs> I'm confident that Ju- that Justin is going to handle our bullshit the same way that he's going to handle Zendalus today. Not Zendalus. Fuck. I, I yeah, just. No. I see. That's a lot. Hold on. Hold on. I know Zendalus is dead. I meant the tattered man. I'm looking at the character board and I see Zendalus still. So sorry if my brain was still thinking of Zendalus. I don't like this scattered. This. <laughs> This tattered man's gonna become scattered soon. <laughs> Give me a sec. Please scatter, scatter the tattered man. Intestines all over the place. I get you. So, um, today we might have one less party member in our group. Or three! <laughs> oh, yeah, or three. <laughs> <laughs> or uh, at most, maybe two. Come on, Blue, survive! Uh, we, <laughs> we started this episode with. Uh, three characters, um, Blue, which later became to be known as Nestle. We had Punch, uh, who is a sod. There we go. And we have uh, Church, who is uh, our good Sir Caragor. And um, they've been through their highs and lows, from almost being strangled by uh, uh, hands. From the haunt they activated in their first few episodes, uh, to somehow magically solving a puzzle in like five, five three minutes with showing another haunt its reflection. Yeah, you were which pretty I surprised think, by that one. <laughs> which I think is the best uh, session we will we have ever have and probably would ever have. With how uh, fast. Thanks for the confidence. We've seen Assad's uh, greatest moments. I cannot think of any at this time. Wow! So. <laughs> the time that he talked to Breton about uh, about his dead brother. And uh, that's character growth right there. In his shittier times, which I have too many to go through. Um, mm. And but the most the most uh, outstanding one would have to be when uh, for all three of y'all. Uh, found uh, Brenton's body, which was a little bit tragic. We've uh, seen Caragor make so many new friends from uh, Skeletonio. Uh, he's a good one. He he will be forever missed. We've also seen. Uh, I f- I found out the name of the bloody skeleton, and I think I think her name was uh, was supposed to be like a joke off of. Oh, what's her name from? Shit, I just forgot it. Uh, oh, the the lady who's like really skinny. It was in uh, uh, this oh the spy movie where she fought against her husband. Angelina Jolie. Yeah, Angelina Jolie. It was a uh, Angelina. A joke off of that. 
Yes, Angelina, I think. I mean, I don't know if we were going off of specifically Angelina Jolie. I think it was just an, like the name Angelina in general. Oh, I thought, I've always thought it was a ripoff of that. Oh, uh, Donovan, can you confirm or deny if that was a ripoff of uh, Angelina Jolie or... I don't know. You're uh, the one that named her. Why don't you tell us? Oh, shit. It was me, wasn't it? Was it? Did I I don't, I don't I remember. But there was also the the friendly rattling y'all met. Ah, uh, Timmy Two Tails. Or no, that was the <laughs> No, Gay was... Two Tails is the one y'all killed. Oh yeah. Oh we just learned his his name last episode. It was uh oh hold on, what was the name again? Oh, it was adorable. I gotta remember. Um 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 I'll get back to you when I remember his name. Y'all have gone deep into the asylum where y'all regained your memories, at least part partial memories of your past. Uh y'all found your names and um some of y'all had uh or blue. I forgot about blue. Blue has had his up and downs. Uh, the most re- the most known up is the eyeball haunt that he had. Um, the lowest down, I guess, is what the fight before this encounter, when y'all fought against the um, the big army of ghouls and gas, and he almost died. Blue has also made a good friend. Uh, at least I think she's a good friend. At least in her eyes, are good friends in uh, Etsy or Etta so um, she's a weed <laughs> oh, oh by, by <laughs> oh, the way I, I, I also made a good friend for like five seconds or for it was the dog the dog oh was yes a good the friend. dog everyone oh. loves it everyone remember, remembers the dog I don't remember the name of the dog the dog was like my favorite friend until I woke up and found him like turned into like something I was like oh my god and um through all the battles and all the hard times they suffered in the asylum, they they always managed to somehow push through, either by luck or just by accidentally cheating. So, David, here's the thing: um, <laughs> clip shows usually are followed up by somebody dying. Yes. Um. So I don't hope you know if this is where this is going. <laughs> and so, like I said, they've managed to survive. So much shit in this asylum, from the Night Gaunt, um, which could have could have been the end of the whole group, to, like I mentioned with Blue, the fight with the big uh, group of ghouls and night and I don't think I've ever mentioned the leader guy, the one with the one hand. He was a, a geist, I think. Ooh, I think that's how you pronounce nice. it. Is it like a? I, I'm not gonna lie. Deal? Yeah, I'm not gonna much. lie that. It was a really bad idea, yeah. in hindsight, to just rush in there, because yeah. you saw the dog. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and also, they encountered some fights that they were too scared to fight, like the uh, swarm of worms that were outside the door. And the night they gaunts. Oh, so terrified to fight. Yeah, I managed to at least kill one of the night gaunt, if there was any more out there. I don't know. I'm not gonna spoil it. Did we nearly at the cost of our lives? <laughs> True. So, like I said, yeah. You have, you have gone through your ups and downs, and there's been plenty of plenty of times where um, one or maybe even two characters have almost died. Uh, only one companion have actually died, and that was Galatonio, which again, I mean, we will forever remember. Can we have a 10 minute debate about if that's actually, if, he, if you can kill something that's undead? Because like, I argue no. Because if it's undead, you can make it re-dead. Come on, it's logic. It's physics. Mm-hmm. And so, the group 
went through the whole asylum until they finally made it to the one place they wanted to, which was not the boss room. They were more interested in getting to the kitchen, uh, which just happened to also be the boss room. And they went up there and they easily disposed of uh, the bag lady. That was really weird. I'm surprised we actually After got rid of her that her quickly. Attack one of her friends. Wait, wait, that was the kitchen. <laughs> um, well, that's the upstairs. You're right now. You're in the upstairs portion of the kitchen. Oh yeah, the kitchen's completely useless now. Uh, yes, because they didn't. They like every out of every haunt, you've always tried to either destroy it or stop it. The one haunt you don't bother to stop and just move on. <laughs> Because I didn't want to, happened to be the one that caused the most damage. I had a lot of fun well, uh, subtly getting us to get out of there. <laughs> we and we so had a lot of. Didn't we contract something? <laughs> I have leprosy. Uh, I still yeah, have leprosy. Y'all have gone through so many weird diseases. Y'all have been poisoned. Y'all have been poisoned. Y'all have gotten filth fever. <clears throat> Some of y'all almost contracted the ghoul fever. But. As of right now, say, all of y'all currently have uh, leprosy. Can I just say that for a place that is a, uh, uh, I don't want to say insane asylum because I feel like that's, I know that's the context of the game we're playing, I just don't like saying it, um, but a, this uh, psychological medical facility, it's kind of weird that like of all the diseases we ended up getting from these, uh, you know, uh, mind creatures that are around us, that we're getting physical diseases and like that's what's really getting to us. like. Disease-wise. Well, also, I mean, can Assad is... roll against... Oh, no, it would be it would be considered will Did, at that point. Never mind. Didn't we, like, contract AIDS? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> no, okay, no, look. No. Ghoul AIDS doesn't transfer to humans. <laughs> Only monkey AIDS does. Um, I mean, I mean, through... No, 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 no. I mean, like, through... Not through, like... Uh, you know. joke. Oh. Uh, John had made a comment saying, Oh, what? Real-world diseases? Not in my fantasy game. Justin, this isn't once upon a time. You can't just give somebody a disease and then it happens. Wow, you can't just introduce like multiple like look, plot David. Twist. In this game, at least you're the dungeon master and you can just tell us no. I know we contracted filth feeder. I don't uh, remember what else we contracted. Filth feeder so many times. Um, <laughs> so. Um, I don't even... The only thing I know that y'all have contracted as of right now is uh, leprosy. Oh, yeah, that's what it was. That's the only Not thing AIDS. all of y'all leprosy. have in common as of right now. Is that y'all have leprosy. Well, I mean, at least... Uh, I, well, I won't continue on. But... <laughs> at least not what we know, anyways. The one thing that we also have in common is that currently, at this moment, we are still alive. True, true. I'm just thinking about the future... And everybody's just like, we have leprosy. We're gonna spread that like everywhere. Is that how that works? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know how leprosy works. I'm not a. I'm not a medical. You soul. are, David. In this game, you are leprosy. How do you not know how you work? <laughs> I am God in this world, <laughs> not leprosy. No, but God is everything. That's what I mean. You um, are the good and the bad. You are tornadoes and you are Jesus. <laughs> By the way, requesting permission for my next uh, cleric to worship the DM. <laughs> oh my god. Oh yeah. Um, I, 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 I would say right now, I would not be answering any of these prayers. <laughs> I don't have time for that. 
after disposing of the bag lady pretty quickly, mostly on my fault. Um, I didn't prepare any of her martial training. She was a brawler and uh, I didn't prepare any of her martial training. So I was like really confused on what she can do. And because of that, she got killed pretty easily. So that's all my fault. But after that, y'all continue forward and y'all finally encounter the man that you've heard of so much in this asylum, Mr. Yulver Zundalis. While the fight wasn't easy, y'all were able to take him down. Now, what I said, I, I don't know. I, I will say that I have not edited I have not edited the episode for this one. So I don't know if I have actually left it in or not. But the tattered man would emerge once one Zandalis died. And what quickened that was Assad's decision to just coup de gras him. If uh, that was not the thing, um, the tattered man would have appeared in fewer rounds. I mean, in, in a much later round. But because of that choice, um, and hey, maybe it would maybe you were expressing uh, Assad's anger towards everything Zendalis has done to the asylum or the stuff that has happened because of Zendalis's rule over the asylum but that decision As Assad took has come at a big cost because like I said the tatter man emerged from the dream world a lot sooner than he would have if that was not what happened. He, as of right now, has taken down two of the three party members, leaving Assad and Karagor uh, unconscious and dying. Um, well, I mean, Karagor is stable. Uh, Assad is dying. Now, um, as soon as I ended last session, I went to... Um, uh, Paizo's website and I looked up everything about coup de grace and taking the action does provoke an attack of opportunity. Yes! So, uh, Blue, you do have the chance of preventing him from attacking. I will tell you right now, the Tattered Man currently has one HP left. Ooh. He has damage reduction of five points so he has dr5 oh no the only thing that can get through that is good and silver any weapons powered by good magic or good uh aura or any uh weapon made of silver can bypass that none of your stuff can do that so you will take a minus five basically to your damage that's not good that is not you know what the worst part is? We do have a Masterwork Silver Dagger. You do. <laughs> Who has it? Sadly, yeah. you cannot use it. Because it's not in your hand. Mm -hmm. His AC is 20. Oh. We have to roll so, at least a 15. You have to roll really yeah. good. And then really good On again. both the rolls. Okay. Yeah. If you roll a crit, you can basically confirm the death of the Tattered Man. If you don't, then you have to roll higher than a five on your damage roll. But that was DR5. Spoil, 
One more thing. This is his last turn. His last turn? Yes. What, if he survives this, he'll, like, rule the world or something? No. Something that Assad did is going to help you as of right now. He is currently bleeding out. Oh my god! <laughs> At the start of his next turn, he will bleed out. And basically fall unconscious. So, you can save one of these guys if you roll high enough both in attack and in damage. Now, the thing is, I'm going to let you choose who am I attacking. In the sense that I'm going to roll a 1d100, 1 to 50 will be one person, then 51 to 100 will be the other person. I'll let you tell me which one of these guys falls under the ranges. So, do you get more than one attack, or...? Nope, just one attack. No, he's allowing me to choose which one is uh, is going to be attacked, essentially. If, uh, pretty much the order of it. Yeah. So, who do you want to put on the 1 to 50? Oh, uh, I see what you're doing. Hmm, I want to say Assad. Assad? Okay. Karagor, you're going to be 51 to 100. Okay. Zendalis is gonna, uh, sorry, the Tatter Man is gonna take this action. And I'm guessing you're gonna wanna do, you're gonna take that tag of opportunity. Yes. Okay. The Tatter Man, after asking you, or basically demanding you to kneel before him and serve him, or one of your friends will die right now, you chose to fake him out and didn't succeed. In return, he was angered by your action. And now he's getting ready to strike down one of your companions. As he does, he starts laughing. He, you can tell he's, he, he is consumed with joy at, at the action he's going to do. And as he's doing it, he's saying, Y'all three were just tools. Tools that Zendalis should have wiped out. But now I have to take care of it. But I don't blame him. The one I blame is Count Blouse. After he used y'all, after he took your memories, he should have killed y'all. But he was too much of a coward to do so. So now I have to clean up his mess. And after this, I'm going after him for providing this nuisance, this trash to fill my asylum, my home. I gave you your chance. I gave your your companions a chance to serve me, but you thought you were better than me. You survived the dreams, but in your world, you're nothing more but insects. Insects that I would smush under my feet. I feel so much joy watching you watch me kill your friend. And after this, I'm gonna go after the survivors, the ones in the chapel room. They don't know that I know they're there, but I've always kept an eye on them. Always. And that little kid, the one your friend here has built a bond to, I'll make sure he suffers the most. And he turns around to attack one of them. Go ahead and do your attack of opportunity. That is the longest six seconds of free speech I've ever heard. <clears throat> well, he's doing this as, <laughs> as Nessel was faking it out. I got it. I know. I, I understood what you were doing. All I just right. from a gameplay mechanic standpoint. Uh, oh, no. oh, that hurts. You have failed. <sighs> Thirteen does not work. 
All right, time to see who dies. Don't make, don't say it like that. What the fuck? What do you expect me to say it like? I don't know. Just I want to feel. I don't want to feel so bad about the situation. Then don't. One to fifty, Assad. Fifty-one to one hundred, Caribor. Come on, high roll. <laughs> you guys ready? I'm not ready, but you're gonna do it anyways. Okay, here he goes. Count of three. Two. One. Oh the god! Oh! 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 kind of tired of being an asshole. Oh, just did He just deleted his character. What the fuck? Caramore, where'd you go? You have to give me like, give me like five minutes in like, orange juice and crackers. Oh! Okay. So Karakor is the one being attacked. I'm gonna roll my damage. I mean, you can still survive. That's 8, 12. I'm dead. Yeah, that would have been 15 points. And I was already damage. at negative 2 with a constitution of 12. So, Blue, or Nestle, you see him raise his only good hand with a war razor which is basically it looks when i look up a picture of it it looks like a really big um shaving knife that they use like the olden times or i guess they still use them now too the barbers like it's, it's a straight like razor yeah it's a lot it's a larger version of it he grabs it tightly in his hand and with one swing cuts straight through Karagor's neck Decapitation. <laughs> you are taking this so well. If Assad was dead right now, I would have left the room and I would have texted David and like, call me when you need me. <laughs> so guys, Karagor's dead. Uh, Assad can't Karagor. react. He's, he's. I know. I'm just. I'm just. I. I. Keep, I want to hit that point as much as I can. He is dead. Uh, blue. Uh, I actually don't know the order right now, where we were, but it is your turn. Okay, well, I want to see if I can actually make a finishing blow onto him. Uh, go for it. You killed Karagor! What is that? Oh, nothing happens. Uh, nine. It's a nine. <laughs> you must be filled with anger, um, sadness, and awe. Uh, these two emotions mixing up in you um, is affecting you in a way that you've never felt in, in for a while. The only time you felt this much anger and sadness was when you got that memory of uh, your dad being basically assaulted for having you as a kid. And, uh, it would. Uh, I think it will be Assad's turn next. So Assad, give me a death saving throw. Let's see if I can stabilize. That's fort, right? Yeah. No constitution. Oh God, nine. And take another point of damage. Uh, for uh, oh, sorry. I, I always... God, you no, 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 no. Sorry. I, I always put the minus. Um. Okay. There we go. 
I'm, I'm at negative 8 right now, so that means that I have to roll a 19 or higher next time. That DC is so fucking high right now. Hey, question. Does anybody have any healing potions? Well, Karagor does have a wand of... So, yes. But actually, no. <laughs> so, yes. you There is healing available. But actually, no. Because Karagor's dead. <laughs> but don't you, you have, have a wand? wand? Justin, do you have use magic device as a trained skill? Oh, I do have it. Well, I don't have any rings in it, actually. You no, have to have a point in it. See, that's so a problem. You can't even use that. So you're so stuck with uh, hoping that he makes a good heal check. So, it is now the Tatter Man's turn, and he raises up his weapon to finish off Assad. And then he just feels like something come out of him, like an essence leave him. And he falls, and now he is unconscious. That's so good. <laughs> uh, Blue, mm -hmm. it is your turn again. Okay. He's unconscious right now? Yes. So that means he... I want to finish him off before I heal Assad. So if you want to take your stinger action to attack him, you can then. But I mean... Even right now he... he's unconscious and dying right now. Yeah, that's no interesting. And he's gonna keep dying, and, and he's not gonna stabilize because he's bleeding out. Oh, he can't stabilize. No. Okay. Uh, if he can't stabilize, I will go and help out Assad. Then go ahead and give me a heal check. Now make sure you add all your bonuses you have to it, or you can't get to it because I don't want you to take any back. After your action is done, it is done, and we move on. Mm -hmm. So if you uh, have any kind of inspiration you want to add to it, any other kind of special bonuses you get to it, uh, make sure you add everything to it. Oh, my God. My boy. Please don't kill my boy. Heal check. Mm -hmm. mm. Nope. It is an eight. Nope. And you don't have any potions or anything like that on you? I do not have any potions. Shit. I mean, um, I can still survive this. I just gotta roll better. I saw it. It is uh, your turn. Nine again. Take one more point of damage. DC 19. Uh, Blue, it is your turn again. Alright. I'm gonna just continue doing a heal check on him. Mm hmm. Oh. oh. I had a feeling like that would come up soon. He's a three. Alright, actually, I crit failed. Uh, you can't crit fills. Nope, you cannot. Okay. Oh, so uh, it is a three saw it. Am I again? 13. Oh my fucking god. Okay, what I'm is your constitution? My con is uh, 16. So I can keep rolling and just hope for a 20. Statistically speaking, I can get that. You mean you can. This uh, so, six, six more tries. Blue, it is your turn. DC 20. DC is 20? Mm -hmm. Oh my god. I have to roll an 18 to heal you. This is the weirdest game I've ever been in. Oh my, oh my god! <laughs> I got it! Stay <laughs> right on the dot. It is a 20. With a 20, oh. Assad, you are no longer dying. Oh. Justin, I'd give you a hug if I could. You can hug Blue. 
you want. Uh, no, I want to hug you, Justin. Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else I can do? Uh, that is it. There's something else you can do. Move my body yeah. before Tattered Man explodes. I want to. I, I want to destroy the Tattered Man. Move my body before it explodes, please. Okay. Mm. Um. It is your turn again. If you want to do anything else, I will move John over to. Uh, it's a really bad idea, but I'll move him over right here. Like that's five, ten, fifteen feet away from where he was earlier, to the right. You want one? I don't think you can move him that far. That oh, okay. Far. Then I'll move him ten feet away. Well, actually, I don't know how much I can move him. I'll let you do a strength check, but you'll move half your speed. Sure. Because it's 12. I would say 12 is not good enough. It's not a silver right next to the tatter man. I'm probably going to keep doing this until... Uh... You know, actually, no, I'm mad at that. I'm just like, I can't do it. I'm sorry. But now you... But I'm too weak, so I'm just going to kill him off instead. Oh, here we go. He's going to explode, and I'm going to take... I'm going to have enough... Take enough damage to die. I'm predicting this. So now I'm doing a coup de grace this time. I don't have to roll anything for that, right? Let's roll double damage. 14. And how do you want to finish him off? You see, I take this little, this little rapier that I have. And I stick it up his freaking mouth. To his brain. Uh, no, I said into his brain. Okay, so... You're breaking the roof of his mouth and going straight into his head. Hell yeah. Uh, that sounds gross. That and sounds with the crunch awesome. and a squishy sound, your rapier breaks through the roof of his mouth, breaks through the skull itself, <laughs> and just appears on the other side. You have killed the tattered man. But at what cost? Uh, at what cost? Well, the, the life of the Tattered Man, for one. <laughs> uh, the life of Zendalus, the, li the life of the Bag Lady, which we don't know if she was working with her or not. Um, and do all the monsters just, like, fizzle away, or do they stay behind? I know you're going to reveal this anyways, I'm just curious. As, um, as you guys, uh, as Blue, as you basically deal the finishing blow onto the Tattered Man, you start to see the mist gather underneath the tatter man's body but to tell you the truth you feel like there's more than just the mist in this room you think because the, the, the amount that's gathering on him it's way more than what's in this room and the mist starts to engulf the tattered man where you don't even see his body anymore and then similar to like the force a bomb releases um before it, it explodes it kind of like expands and it sucks everything up up into each other it does the exact same thing but with the exception of exploding out it all comes into one tiny point and then turns into ash and the body's gone mm. just turned completely into ash and that's it Ugh, yeah, although okay. the character did die and somebody almost, almost, almost died. well can i wake up can i i'll, tr I'll try to wake up uh Assad. um he is currently negative so you would have to wait for your heal for you know eight hours for him to heal back up. Or you can jam three cheese wheels down his throat. 
And if you imagine do if so, I, I'm sorry. Imagine if I still had. Said imagine if I still had that uh, smelling salt. <laughs> That's not gonna help you out. You wake him up while he's like dying. <laughs> and then he like falls back unconscious. <laughs> yes, but if you do, then you start dying again. Oh shit! Wait, really? Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. I'm trying to keep you as safe as I can without actually telling you not to do things. <laughs> well, last time you last time you did not do that. We summoned the tattered band, so <laughs> the signs were all there, except for the ones that mattered, like the elder sign. So, hey, Don, I'm not 100 percent um, uh, privy to the uh, to the uh, nuances of Lovecraft. If we had an elder sign, would this have helped out? No. But an elder sign would have actually made things worse. Okay, just curious. Just curious. Uh, I go and I know that I can't wake him up, so I'm gonna go take up my weapons and put it away. She was included if I ever dropped it. Okay. No, I still have my crossbow. And so you wait the eight hours, I guess, for him to rest up and heal. Is there anywhere you you will like to rest? There's a there's a bed right there. I mean, yeah, sure. I'll try to bring him to the bed, but. Don't think I can actually dra drag him that far. I mean, I mean this is no you're no longer in combat anymore, so you're free to do so. Oh, okay. I'll get him to the bed. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, assuming it'll take, like, maybe 30 minutes or something for you, like, trying to figure it out, but you can still do it. And at some point, you probably, like, accidentally open up a wound and then just heal him out again. And it's, the, it's a very long process. You're an investigator, not a doctor, damn it. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of weird for me. It's like your 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 medic dies, and you're like, "Holy shit, how do I do this?" <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't think I can do anything. I mean, I'll, I'll try to like get the handy hover sack from Karagor. Yeah, just take his items. Yeah, loot his body. I'll, <laughs> I'll send you a list in just a second. <laughs> All right. It, I think he's doing it from like like this is what a Karagor would have wanted, kind of thing. <laughs> Because he knows that Karagor's like that. So, like, if Karagor does it to other people, I don't think Karagor has any problems with people doing it to him. And then I... Karagor doesn't need it anymore. <laughs> yeah, I was hoping to get a little bit more emotion out of Karagor. I'll, I'll try... But then I'll... I realized, wait, he wanted to be dead. What was I expecting? <laughs> I drag Karagor's... Karagor to uh, this rubble right here, and I place him against the uh, rubble, essentially. So do you just aim on top of it, or do you, like, make sure? Uh, I, I make him, like, sitting kind of, like, kind of, like, chilling. Kind of, like, chilling. Huh? You're weakened at Bernie's him? So when Asad wakes up, you'll be like, Hey, Asad, it's me, Blue. Hey, it's me, Karagor. <laughs> so here's the important question. When you move him, do you move him all together, or do you move his body first and then his head? No, his head is is just barely hanging on. Oh, is that a fucking ghost from Harry Potter where nearly headless Nick or whatever nearly his name is? Yeah, I, I'm going to wreck on it. It wasn't a clean cut. <laughs> <laughs> He's barely standing by, like, his spinal cord. Okay, so <laughs> so the stuff that Karagor actually has on her. You sent that just email that to him. Discord, yeah. Why do you have only two arrows? Oh, it's because you actually lost a bunch of them. Never mind. I like how we have salt and pepper. Yeah, Skeletonio <laughs> lost his other ones. You had two potions of cure light you in your pocket! You have two potions of cure light. Oh, no, my God. We could have used those! And a... Well, well, well let's see what Oh, you, I mean, you can feed those to Assad if you want. I'll take and the actually, potion of cure light wounds. those two arrows were shot at us. Oh. Dude! You have a pack animal in here? 
had, it's technically in the stable and probably dead. That first oh. stack of items is actually on the pack animal. <laughs> so oh my god! A small tent, some fishing gear, a hammock, a bunch of canteens, and some twine. So is this back in the first room or is this outside or what? The pack animal's probably outside somewhere. But it's it. I guarantee you. I guarantee you that a night gone, a uh, night gone, probably like tore it to pieces, like lifted it up and just dropped it a couple the of stuff times. Stuff is just still for fun. there. Now I'm just saying, like a night gone, just like the hell. What kind of pack animal is it? Like a like like a donkey? It's oh, not it's a donkey. A yak. <laughs> a yak. You making this worse? It was a yak. Just finds a yak. The night um, gone can't pick it up on its own, so it gets a friend to pick it up. Two night gones just kind of pick it up, drop it. And it, they, they notice it's kind of fun, so they just keep doing that over and over and over again. The point is, is that Nightgaunts invented a sport while all this was going on. <laughs> there is a set of leather armor set for a medium creature with a tail, a plus one wooden shield. It's a light shield. Bro, I'm just gonna put it in the handy hover sack, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it only fit so much in there, so. Uh, yeah, that's true. You know what? I'm, I'm just. I want to take a red destiny from you. You can probably fit all of his um, armor class items in there. But what about the small tent? That's like really gigantic, that's, isn't it? That's not in the handy haversack. That's on the yak. Also, Justin, have Wait, you ever I'm... gone camping before? You can put uh, a really big tent. Like a big tent can be like the size of like a briefcase. Okay. Can we just go over the main things we're taking, and not everything? Do that off of yeah, we so we don't do need to know if he has a signal whistle or salt and pepper. This is important, can we David. Just, can we please speed this up? Are you All taking right, so the you scythe? Have the, you want the scythe? Are you mm. taking the scythe? No, I place it near you so that is in remembrance for you. Ah, there's also a weird purple crystal. Oh, okay. I'll take that. I don't think he ever told you what it did, did he? I don't know what it does. No, but you guys did see him dip it in the soup when uh, he was making food for the survivors. Did we? I don't remember that shit. I, I would have called you that. out for that. He uses it to make food taste better. No, yeah. but it's what I'm saying. If a sod saw it, he would have said I'm telling something. you what it does. Wait, so you have, are those actually two potions of cure light wounds? You actually have those on your body? You find them in the handy haver sack. Oh my god. I honestly <laughs> forgot that I had those. Oh That's my god. <laughs> I'm gonna use one on an Assad. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. I'm healing up naturally, aren't I? You have to wait eight hours. I don't want to wait eight hours. <laughs> 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 oh my god. Well, you gotta roll for that. There are uh, potions of cure light wounds. So, yep. how much health is that? D8 plus one. Uh, well, I'll, I guess I'll roll it. Um, you're so gonna technically need more than... 2D8 plus two. I restore 14 health. And you're at four. I'm at four. I'm barely alive. Ah! <clears throat> He's just kind of like aching around. Um, all, so are all, either all you going to do a knowledge religion check to find, try and figure out what the last rites would be? My boy, I just woke up. What do you want? <laughs> I mean, I, I can do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I can do it. Mother, man. I just got up. Can you give me five minutes to get coffee? That's what's going on. I can even use inspiration on it. On the on the heel? No, that's for religion. Check. Oh, okay. It's okay, so like heel. No, no, not heel. Assad like gets uh kind of like uh like uh, uh puts his uh kind of gets on the edge of the bed really quick. And he's just trying to recompose himself, and he's he looks um uh, like his his vision is still kind of blurry, and he's looking around, scanning the area, 
and he sees Blue as the first thing that comes into focus, and he puts his hand on Blue's shoulder, and he's just kind of like all achy, kind of like closes his eyes just to be like, Blue, are we dead? I can't tell. Yes. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. Oh god. No, I'm just playing. Please don't joke. I'm in so much pain. Blue. Nestle. Yes. And he, uh, his vision kind of like comes back and he sees Karahor's body off in the distance. And he's just like, oh no. He kind of like limps across. <sighs> and he comes up to Karahor's body and he puts his hand on his, uh, I was going to say neck, but that that doesn't seem in character uh he puts his hand on his uh shoulder um and he just kind of like what happened what happened to Karagor? i slowly walk up to uh to assad i say i couldn't i couldn't save him i was i was too slow and uh oh man it sounds like a repeat of, her, of one of her spectrum files episodes um <laughs> he, uh, he puts he, he he puts his uh hand on your shoulder blue and he's just like he, he, he's, he's, he's like, Blue, I'm, no, we were going up against something that was so much stronger than anything that we've ever fought before. I don't think that you, this isn't your fault. We're, we weren't very prepared for this. And then I can do a knowledge of religion to do a, to know the rights or last rights for him or no? I mean, no, if you want to like pray over him, you're, you're free to do so. But I don't think you you would want to do it in the way that his God is would appreciate uh, okay oh, so can, I, can I like can I know like can I make a religion check to know well I, I mean I'll, I'll tell you freely right now that his god is it's one that really promotes um, eating things ah so probably it will have to do maybe something of eating him or trying to bring him back to life in a sense uh, people, so I um, people under the church of Urgothoa usually don't stay dead they're usually if not brought back like as ghouls or zombies or whatever you want to call them then they are disposed of in other ways mm. and i don't think you guys are hungry right now Assad rolled a six on his knowledge check for religion i while justin was asking if he could i just did uh, my check specifically is for um what I've been, uh, like, maybe, uh, this is kind of fitting, actually, now that I think about it, but, uh, what kind of, uh, uh, like, trying to remember exactly what kind of things Karagor would say when he would pray over people. You know, why don't you just pray for him under because your I own, to, under your own feels, god? Because he's a priest, he wants to pray to him in his, to his god. I yes, you but you already priest. mentioned so many times how you dislike his god. Yeah, and this is, he's finally dead, I didn't want to disrespect him either. This is, like, it's like, I don't know, it's just, he just woke up, what do you want from him? Karagor's People do irrational things. People <laughs> do irrational things when they're in duress. Uh, I, I say to Assad, do you just want to bury him? Probably be the easiest thing to do. I mean, is, like, here? I mean, we can give him, we can give him a temporary burial here for now, and then a proper one after, I mean, a, a proper one afterwards. Okay, out of character. Are you really gonna? Do you really just want to lug his body around like that? I mean, with it, we're gonna get the survivors later, get the guards, and let make them help us. You know, logistically. Fair enough. Um, they, it's still a dead person. Like, I even if I don't know about uh, what's her face, uh, Winter. I don't think that she's gonna like it, but as a courtesy to us, she might. Oh, uh, she does. 
Well, actually, no, you guys... Actually, no, Karakor did explain it to you guys a while back. Uh, Winter worships Verazma, the gravekeeper. Oh. Yeah, she doesn't... She, yeah, she hates his oh, kind. Shit. No, he wouldn't. She, she would no, make no, things no. worse for you. Here's I mean, the his... Thing. his, his she hates the de the deity I worship, but she would still want to see me properly interred, especially if we've actually solved their ability to get the hell out of her. Oh, okay. Because her I boss see. was probably going to kill me. <clears throat> I feel like this is maybe something that Blue would kind of like know, I think. Because I... the reason for Asma's worshippers hate Ergothoa's worshippers is Ergothoa became a goddess by escaping the graveyard. Right. Ah. Uh, Look, okay. here's the thing. My Asad, like I said, is under duress. So he's he's doing stuff that doesn't make sense. Um, he's just trying to be nice to somebody who's dead. Uh, Blue, I mean, you you, how much green is that in your health bar, my dude? His health bar is small. That's why it looks like it's a lot. He only has eighteen HP left. Well, anyways, okay, let's. I guess we can go and get Winter and them. But well, we gotta be careful. We never remember we didn't we didn't stop that haunt from earlier. So we're gonna have to tell them as well. Wait. I'm pretty sure it's gonna be hard to do that. Um, didn't weren't uh, Winter's Winter's a cleric of Brasma, isn't she? Yeah. As much as I would like to give him a proper burial, I just don't think that this would be appropriate for him. If you get what I mean, he's his religion is more of a free spirited kind of afterlife, wandering around. In, who knows where? What are you suggesting? Well, I'm not saying this because I disliked him in life, but I, I feel like we should just leave him here. Maybe he would want that. Okay. I mean, I'm pretty sure I saw him eat, like, rotten food also. Like, I don't think he cares too much about being... Didn't he drink pee that one time? <laughs> I I think we I think we imagined that. I don't think even he would do that. So, I feel a little bad but I guess I can take all the gold he had on him. I'll take I the mean, one platinum. I'll take the one platinum piece. <laughs> I, if we're going to just say this ad nauseum, it's what Karagor would want. <laughs> <laughs> it's what he would want, you know? <laughs> At this point, Karagor's uh, like, you can have what I want, I'm just a piece of meat at this point. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll come back and I'll haunt you. <laughs> he will, he, he will, I guarantee it. Oh god. So, um, yeah, I'm gonna just bury him under rubble so that, like, you know, if Not a character, does... that's literally what I've been telling you to do. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. Um, but yeah, we're gonna just bury him under rubble now, so. And put, okay. a, put a scythe on top. Just leave it there with him. Okay. I can't use a scythe. It's what Karagor would want. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sure. Okay. So y'all strip Karagorth of all the equipment that y'all need from him, leaving Thanks. the stuff y'all don't. Um, are y'all taking his crystal? Yes. Okay. Uh, anything else you'd like to do before we continue? <clears throat> oh shit! This Hatter man. Oh, he turned I already the took dust, the one of restoration. Everything. Uh, but you do see a few stuff laying around. Wait, we actually see stuff, even though like <clears throat> we haven't checked Zandalis's body either. Well, I'm going to check. Wait, I have a question. When, so around. when the Tatter Man popped out of Zendalus's body, right? Mm -hmm. Did he pop out completely, or was he just wearing Zendalus like some sort of weird meat shield? No, he popped up completely. Okay, I just, just want to make sure that the visual of what the fight looked like d just didn't change on me. I, I, I you know how scary I that thought was, I, I would have been really scared. Crawled out of his mouth, splitting 
dollars in half. Okay, you know it's not whether or not you you said uh, you said it or not, but like how I interpreted it afterwards, <clears throat> visually in my mind, like that can always be different than what you say. Okay, what everything? do I see? I rolled a twenty on my you perception. You see, you see I mean, everything. Total. You see God. Um, oh okay. God! If <laughs> which one though? It's, it's just David. <laughs> <laughs> As you dig around in the dust left behind by the body of the tattered man. Um, you find his weapon, uh, a war razor, and a ring. I close the war razor, and I put it in the bag of holding. I try to identify <laughs> the ring. Um, I don't think you have to take magic or anything like that. Well, I'm sorry, for all you know, it's just a normal ring and a normal war razor. Um, if you look okay. through uh, Zendalus's body, or what's left of it, you find a... Um, you find a vial containing some kind of oil. You find one, two, three potions. And then you find right, his weapon, to... which is a mace. I give the mace to to uh, Asad. I don't know what to do with this. I mean, maybe we can just hold on to it and if we find out, you know, we find someone later who can... Okay, yeah, yeah you uh, hold on to it then. <laughs> I'm not touching that spooky ring, I'm sorry. Uh, not the razor, oh, the oh, mace. Shoot. Sure. Okay. I'll I'll hold on to that. I guess. I I closed the clip of the of the war razor because you know it could probably be. It's not, it's not like one of those. Like as soon as you, you touch these I mean, right? items, you sense that there's something strange about them. It's just you can't tell what it is. Sadly, since your spellcaster is gone, you will have to wait until you find another spellcaster. Can we just like rub it up against his head and then like his head can say what it is? <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I can I I can I can use detect magic, but only on potions. Um, wow! I mean, there is three things. potions on there, so. Yep, I'm going to to identify the potions. All right, uh, hold on, let me. Wait, do you have to use uh? Do you have to do spellcraft, or do you use your uh craft alchemy for the um potions? Oh, I use my craft okay. alchemy for uh, that. Go one. ahead, and give me a roll. Okay, so you can um, sense the magic coming from it. Um, one potion is a potion of bear's endurance. Then you got a potion of cure moderate wounds. And a one potion oh, of invisibility. Nice. Okay, let me write those down real quick. You know what, I'll, I'll give you the third, the, the oil. Um, the oil is an oil of magic weapon. Wait, what? Uh, the vial of oil that you found is a is a oil of magic weapon. Okay, I'm actually gonna roll over your twenty to something else. On the uh, on the bed that you laid, um, Asad at, or Asad there on, is yeah. a sack. All right, what kind of sack is it? It's just a uh, standard. A uh, tattered sack. Um, do you wish to open it? Mm, I'll I'll poke it with my with my rapier to make sure there's nothing in there that's like. Uh, you living. hear like uh, jingles, some like metal jingling inside of it, but nothing that you can tell is living. Okay, I'll open it then. Okay, as you open it, what do I see in there? Um, you find eight. Smaller pouches 
containing a sum total of 50 gold pieces. You also find uh, you find one wand, you find a a small elixir, and a squirrel. But one thing that catches your eyes is that inside it is a book. If you pick up the book and read the title of the book, the title of it is called The Chains of Night. The Chains of uh, Night? The Chain of Night. Oh, chain of well, there goes. Uh, I'm so glad I did not bet money and just go for the Necronomicon there. <laughs> hey, now, Carol, uh, Blue, and Asad, give me a. Uh, will uh, give me a. Uh, oh, I heard you say will. Perception like check. The, oh, thank God. Yeah. Oh, another one. I rolled an 18. Okay. Sucker. Perception. Oh, that oh, okay. twenty yeah. gives you a thirty. Wow. Um, <laughs> both of you remember hearing the this name before, the name of the book, and you remember that you found it on a paper slip from Doctor Lissandro's books or journal. That was the book that the the, the, the dude was Do- reading. Doctor Lissandro's books. Let me check my sheets. Lowell's solution was not at all what I expected. I have no clue where he turned it up, but on his most recent visit, he brought along a copy of Valhadis' The Chain of Knights, a near-legendary collection of psycho-arcane studies and treatments focused on dreaming. While a poor arcane tampering, and there's a permanent solution to Zendalus' nightmares, it could be here. Lowell's oh, allowed me to study the text I... for the duration of his visit, but staunchly refused to leave it in my possession. I have, uh... I have something from the dream. Is this the doc? I wonder if this is the doctor's tome. No, oh, the doctor's tome was um, it was a, a metaphor, I think, because it said I had to choose my words carefully. So here we go. The doctor's tome was the book that we read earlier when we were in there. Uh, was there like their notes and stuff, wasn't it? Uh, but we didn't get everything. You got your memories, or part yeah. parts of your memories back. Is this one of those things where we have to like have a bunch of books and put them together? Because I don't want this to end up just being like Gravity Falls. <laughs> hey, See, that's that's what Karagor was going to do before he got fascinated. But yeah, um, at least from what you can get from the note that uh, Lassandra left, that you can surmise that a lot of the stuff that has happened in this asylum was because of the stuff that's in this book that um, this book holds some I wouldn't say dark secrets but it, it holds some kind of immense power with, within itself and um, if y'all wish to take it and to study it y'all can do so or I can just leave it here uh, I will take it because no matter what happens, eh. if we leave it here, someone will, well, someone will take it anyways, and, uh, and then read it, and then the whole thing will happen Probably, again. um... Probably. And if I... So here's I the thing, know. it's the end of book one, it's like, it, let's interpret this like it's a movie. It's the end of the first movie. We just got this big old item, let's call it like a, like a tesseract of sorts. We find out there's a whole bunch of other shit that's like this, and it's like, oh no. Um, maybe we should hold on to it because, um, 
you know, and I just realized that I was going to repeat what Justin just said. <laughs> so I'm just saying, at the end of a movie, when they reveal like there's a like there's something that's like powerful like this, it's like the thing that they're going to go after in the second movie. Is what I'm trying to say. So you know, book two, someone is going to hunt us down and try to steal this from us. I don't know if that's true or not yet, but I'm putting I'm putting it out there. I'm throwing it out there. All right. I say, all right. So we, well, well, this is happening while Assad is finishing the, uh, or finishing burying. Uh, yep. Caravan, uh, right? I threw the last rock on there. Okay. So I say, <clears throat> I go up to Assad and I say, "You ready to go?" Yeah. I mean, I guess. Um. Ah. Uh, I mean, we we can go, but it's gonna take a it's gonna take a while to get down. Yeah. Uh, and I, I go over here, and then I peek. I I peek to see I, what's past this. I'm just gonna keep leaving. Uh, for though. every five feet, or for every t uh, thirty feet that Justin moves, I move five. <laughs> this is gonna take. Wait, a while. what? Why? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm fucking. I have four health. Uh, that you find oh. if you go through each one of these rooms, you find find nothing but just collapsed portions of rooms. I just wanted to see what was out there. Hey, can I do a perception check? Uh, sure. Any reason why? I want to see if there's any like weird stuff still around. Um, as I'll tell you right now, I'll roll over your checks. As of right now, everything is quiet, normal. Like normal, as in like Too the last quiet. couple normal of days, as normal, in or some no, just normal. Something you've never felt since being here. I take the book and I put it into the handy hover sack rather than the one that has fifty gold in it. <laughs> yeah, because then they'll be like, "Oh man, you got fifty gold in there. Don't be ashamed if we took it." <laughs> <laughs> so you, if they gonna steal the book and, from you, you rather just them steal the book themselves rather than the fifty gold pieces. I got you. Well, I mean, they would more likely steal the fifty gold pieces than find the well, book. I mean, and if then, they're after like, the book itself, I'm pretty sure they're gonna try to kill you. Well, and then that would be fine. They're still gonna take your gold no matter what. Yeah, but then, but most, more than likely, most people will be like, "Oh, he yeah, has the I gold," understand. and they'll take my gold instead of taking my book. Yeah, Can I just say forward? that episodes episodes in which characters die are the ones where it's like there's just somebody in the corner. <laughs> I'm sorry, Don. We love you. All right, so we're continuing. Put away my crossbow. I already, I already said that. Is it, how long is a short rest? It's gonna be like four hours. Right? A short rest is like an hour. Yes, but oh, you want to take a but four I don't hour think rest? No, I don't think we have the time. Okay. All right, now. As you guys walk into this portion of the room, oh, Jesus Christ. you notice something very different. Blue's in front of me. Thirty feet. When y'all walked in this room the first time, the whole wall was filled with paper. It was the same paper that caused Karagor to be to fall under a fascination spell. All those paperworks are no longer on the wall. They have all fallen to the floor. Um, <clears throat> as you pass by the paperwork, you see that there is some kind of research uh, written on the other side. On the side that doesn't have any drawings on there. 
<clears throat> but other than that, there is this room has felt like it's gone back to being a normal room. Okay, I look on the other side of the research. Is there anything specific? Um, you see like... a little bit of information about something. You're not 100% sure. If you want to gather the full information, you will have to pick up all the paperwork in this room. And then take a few hours studying it. I mean, I can gather all the paper right now and then just okay. leave. And if you do so, that probably takes you a few minutes to do so. There's right. a lot of paperwork. Say I saw it anywhere. I saw it. Do you want to help me pick up this paperwork? I want to see why... Why Karagor was fascinated by it. I mean, if you want to give it a look... There must be something important about it. Sure, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and start picking up papers then. And I do that. Okay. And like I said, there's like quite a few pages um, across the whole room, so it probably takes you like five, five to six minutes pick, to pick up all the paperwork. No, they're gonna say five hours, short rest. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, but um, that's too much to ask for. Oh, you're you're not you're not taking a short rest. <clears throat> by the way. Well, you're out of character, you're not taking a short rest. <laughs> there's no way you take that much, a short rest with that much health. <laughs> all right. Also. The reason why it was better to heal you was because, uh, because you can't, like, I, I, I can't, I can't I carry you. <laughs> Alright, let's continue. Alright, on forward. Man, this asylum, if you just, like, the feel of it is so much different after, like, after Karagor's gone. I was gonna say after, after the Tatter Man was killed, but yeah, after Karagor's gone too, like, oh. you can tell he. There's a little bit in there, you know. You can tell he probably enjoyed some of it. You know what I mean? Hey, out of character. Did we already looted them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I want to continue then. It's what Karagor would want. <laughs> it's our friend who now we have to remember the name of because uh... because our characters remember the name of the rat, but I don't. Ah. Uh... Dang, I forgot his name. Oh, I'm, I'm looking. I'm oh, looking. Ratch Bambi. There we go. <gasps> Wait. Bramby. Yes. Bramby. Bramby. Somebody. I like how we killed everything but him. He was a good, nice little guy, though. Yeah, we were just about to kill him. Also, we didn't kill Winter. We didn't kill York. We well, we couldn't didn't kill, kill Winter. Uh... We couldn't kill York. <laughs> I would I would if I could. Didn't well, I, I, John Venegas, would. Probably should have killed it, so... <laughs> <laughs> all in hindsight, but anyways, I mean every time we've every time we've gone back, she like she's just being a bitch. It's all she just really gives good. me the little stink eye, yeah. No, or, wait, well, she gives, gives everyone else a stink, stink eye except for Blue. Yeah, she's really nice yeah. to you. I don't understand why, but it's kind of whatever. Um, as you walk down, for all you find your friend, ah, uh, your rattling friend. I forgot his name. Rat, wretch, wretch, manby. It's literally Ratch right there. Okay. <laughs> I wasn't on that page. Um, uh, he goes say, "Oh, <laughs> hey guys, y'all made it alive. All of you are safe, right?" Uh, no, we lost one. A friend, a friend Karagor couldn't make it out. Uh, which one's Karagor? It's the big Y with the big horns. Uh oh, oh no, my favorite. I'm just gonna ignore that. I'm not your yeah, favorite. So I'm just kidding. DC's favorite. <laughs> oh god. Oh no. First my wife, now my best friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh. oh 
How could this happen to me? And he runs off. Hey, wait, where are you going? Just let him go. He's, he's, he lives here. It's fine. Uh, and as he does that, you wait, see... Wait, wait. David, 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 David. Yeah. I saw him run away to the to the east where there's a wall. Did he crawl through the wall? <laughs> oh, shit. No, I just remembered that the ratlings have, like... like They go through, like, tunnels and shit in the wall, like fucking Jerry from Dom and Jerry. As you continue walking down the stairs, you see Dr. Ryan come out and goes like, Holy shit, you did it! I, I, uh, I, I got nothing to say. Thank you. That, you could say thank you. Th- thank you. Thank you. Yeah. yeah I didn't I, think I, you I were going to make it. Hey, I have a question for you. Uh, yeah, yes, anything. Do you have any food left around? Well, uh, the food rotted. I hope you understand that. I said any other, like, oh. any unspoiled food, obviously. I have a little bit, of, uh, yeah, we have a little bit left. But why does that matter? We can leave. Look. And if you bother to look around, there is no mist anywhere in this room. Mm. Well, yeah. I guess we can't leave. Let's meet up with the other other group. Uh, yeah, sure. Wait, aren't you gonna get your other friend? Uh, Karagord couldn't make it. He was slain by the tattered man. Oh, uh, uh, I'm sorry for uh, for your loss. Then. Uh, it's fine. It's just um, thank you. Um, I don't know why, but I feel like this is what Karagord wants. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say that. Wow. It's a uh, weird thing to say, but I guess people in mourning don't really. No, I think he meant it that think... time. Oh, okay. Um, he's 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 seen how Karagor treats the dead and shit. So like, I think he's okay with. The... I think that Assad understands that Karagor is capable or is uh it's comfortable with the concept of dying. I think it's more of like a second life than anything. Wow. Well, um, I say we should. I mean, I mean, I'm. I know you. I, I, I don't know if you're mourning or not by that, but um, I think, I think we should go. The. I hold. I hold on to them. The men in yellow robes. Um, <clears throat> I kind of tricked them into fighting a few ghouls, but the ghouls have killed them all, and I'm pretty sure they're gonna stop. Uh, they're gonna finish eating them, right? Gonna continue forward into this room, so I think we should go. I raise my hand up, and yeah, yes. like when. So the monsters didn't disappear. N- not that I'm aware of, no. Shit, I thought that was gonna be one of those kinds of things. We're stronger in numbers. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I think we should head out now. We can't leave this way. What way? Uh, well, this way, obviously. The other Do way. Ping it? Because, like, I, I'm it's Like, all the in. way to the top left. Oh, okay. I, I point you. to the. Yeah. <laughs> like, where the kitchen and There's also. There's also something bad down down south. You don't want to step over the blood. But can we just take, like, five minutes to explain to him, like, the, like how the entire fucking asylum works, just really quick? Like, in, in character, we're skipping it. <laughs> I yeah, you. in character, I really want to skip it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so. You explain everything to him. He informs the rest of the survivors. 
and he's again he's just trying to rush out as soon as possible. I guess we run. We everybody runs then, right? Okay, if y'all wish to, uh, go ahead. Move your characters wherever y'all want. I, I say to Assad, you know, there was always one more door we never checked. I, I don't want to check any more doors. I'm almost dead, Vessel. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there's one more treasure chest we didn't get. No, yeah, I'm not a completion. I'm Vessel. I'm not a completionist. I'm a, I'm a speedrunner. What's <laughs> <laughs> speedrunning? <laughs> Isn't that just running? You wouldn't get it. Okay, so I can quickly move your characters. Slowly. Quickly move your characters. Okay, uh, uh, we'll move as far as we can before you stop us. Let it be known that okay, I'm always. Going. Let it be known that I am always thirty feet behind Blue at all times. We went around the blood pile. I, I only see Blue going around. You said quickly. We're trying to star wipe over there. Wait, why don't you just zoom out and just click and drag as far as possible? I don't know. That's why I'm, I'm wondering too. Oh wait, are we actually? Because isn't the guy following us? Yeah. <laughs> the whole group, the whole surviving cap is following you. I, t I tell I tell um Doctor Alessandro I say. Be careful here. They're they're uh, bedding creatures. Uh, pretty much the cre the creatures from earlier. Yeah, I'm just gonna say. Oh, is that the exit you want to? I don't want to go this way. I want. I'm going through it, but I'm not going. Oh, yeah. so I'm going to this one. Okay. So as you step outside, for the first time since you've been here, there is no fog outside, no mist. You can see the water surrounding this island. You see a bright blue sky with the whitest and fluffiest clouds and no swarm comes out to interrupt you. Mm, victory! I, I say to Dr. Lissandro, we have to go to the main His to name is Dr. Army. Ryan. Oh, Dr. Ryan. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right, I forgot. Damn it. I say to Dr. Ryan, we have to meet up with the other group. They have a, they have a stronger army than us. In case what? In case nothing attacks us? Yeah, I don't want to <laughs> die. What? Aren't you low on health? I don't want to. <laughs> well, we walked outside. It looked fine and nice. As you walk into this room, the main portion of the asylum, the entrance, you see the double doors to the bottom, which are basically the entrance to this room, mm -hmm. or to the asylum itself. Of course. Uh, they're open. <clears throat> nice. Wide open. Ooh. <clears throat> I check outside to see if... Uh... Anyone is outside? Uh, do you, do, can there's we do no one outside. Can we do survival checks to see if there's like footprints of like people walking yeah. around? Uh, like how yeah. many? You're free yeah. to do so. Fourteen. Uh, hold on. Uh, survival. Okay. Um, a bit better. the only thing y'all notice okay. is one set of footprints. Hmm. Is it my my footprints? No. And as you continue walking back to the survivors at the chapel, you notice that there's the door y'all were entered where the um, Argus haunt was at, the eyeball, mm -hmm. is open. That's weird. That's a little strange. Okay, so it's just one set of footprints, right? Which way do they lead, left or right? Do I know? Uh, they lead straight forward. 
Okay, well, I ain't following that, so. <laughs> so we just walk in, I guess? Knock on the door. It's wide open. Gotta knock on the door. Not this one. People waiting for me. Uh, yes, oh. the, the one right there is open as well. Yeah. Oh, it's open. Okay, open. I walk through the door. Do I see anyone? As you walk in, you see Captain Winter, and she has Nurse Ryan in her hands as he she is trying to tend to some wounds he has suffered. So it was Ryan, or sorry, um, um, fucking, I see why, I see why you accidentally called him that once. Uh, yes. <laughs> Ren. Is, Ren, uh, oh yes, Ren, Dr. Ren. 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 A nurse Ren. Nurse Ren. Nurse Ren is in, um, is, uh, is, is in danger right now? He's like... He has like a giant gash on his head. Oh god. Nurse and you Ren. See, and you see, uh, Captain Winter is trying to, is healing him right now. Oh god. What happened? Winter! It's you! Ren! Did you see her? No. See, we... It's a... She did this! How? I, I don't know. I just I heard some yelling and I I saw Dr. Ren I mean Nurse Ren in the room with the kids. She he, he was knocked unconscious with the kids as well. And it's just gone. Are the are the kids, the kids are the kids okay? Yes, they're okay. I I already treated them. God. What what did you do? What, why did you bring her? We thought she was one of you guys. We didn't know that she was... <sighs> and again, she's just trying to cure. She's casting magic to cure him. I, I, I can, I'm aware of that. And I, I thought... I was a bit wary of her, but I thought that maybe that you and York could have handled it if, she, if anything happened to her. She caught us off guard. Bring Karagor. I need his help. Oh god. <laughs> oh god. Please please tell me the character is also not her favorite. <laughs> I will oh, be no. so fucking not... pissed. He's He's gone. What do you mean gone? Just bring him. I need his help. No, I mean gone. Yeah, we can't bring we, like we we can't do the same thing we did with Brendan's brother. Like we can't just bring him here. Shit. He's dead. To put it lightly, yes, he has passed away. He's not with us anymore. Wasn't a big fan of him, but shit, I needed him more now than ever. I'm kind of wondering if Winter's taking my death as one big fuck you from me. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> can I just? Can we just imagine that Karagor's ghost is just standing with us this entire time? I say, I say to him, smug. We, we have a doctor. I don't know if that'll help. Oh shit, yeah, that's right. Did he come with us? I thought he stayed behind. I I told him to come with us. I, I don't think he did. For safety. Oh. Okay, if, if you, that's what you told him, he comes in. Our party needs a cleric. Come on, guys. <laughs> and he runs in, and he goes, uh, I, I, I'll, I'll see what I can do. And uh, he, he has a little bit of magic as well. He starts using it and helps her out, and they... And he managed to stabilize and slowly uh, get back Dr. Ren. Oh, yeah. Ren. There we go. Some Ryan on Ren action. <laughs> and That's he stands up and he goes like, It's a host oh, sound I'm sorry. I, I was distracted for a minute. I, I, I didn't mean to let her go. 
What happened? I don't know. I was... I was playing with the kids and... She got me where I had my back turned. What did she do to you? She... Can't you see by the, my head? She hit me across the head with something. Oh, uh, so the tracks that she left away with... What what tracks did they look like? Human. They looked human? Okay. And as you... If you continue talking, uh... Uh, Brenton walks out of the room. And he has a big gash on his head, too. And he walks up to Assad and tugs on his on his shirt. He's a tug on his shirt because he's not he's not rude. He's also not blue sized. Also, just for context, I am at four out of like some a bunch of hit points. So like, I know that Burton can look pretty bad off, but like he can't complain at me for for like you know not being there because I'm I look dead. I'm like mm-hmm. I, I got you. Okay, I just want to point that out. You look, I look very within dead. an inch of your life. I am beaten an inch with, uh, within an inch of my life. If my health bar was my height, this would be an inch. <laughs> <laughs> so he walks up to you, and Winter tries to stop him, but he pushes forward and walks up to you. And, uh, again, try tugs at your shirt. Uh, uh, that, unless you're not, unless you actually see him, then he just tries to wave to to get your attention. Oh, I, I let him. I let him do what he's doing. And he is crying. He, he is terrified. And she, uh, he goes up. She, she said she wasn't gonna kill me. She, she told me to tell you something. I, I, um, I go to Princeton. I say, how did she hurt you? Like, she hit me. With what? She had a knife. And she used the, the not sharpen. And she hit me. But she told me to tell you something. I, I, I got, I'm like wrapping myself, my arm around his shoulder. Like kind of like kneeling down to him. And kind of like trying to comfort him. What told me to tell you. Thank you. Thank you for not killing her he's like confused Assad is just confused at this moment and he like kind of like puts uh, he like kind of puts a fist on his uh, one of his knees and he's just like about to, about to lash out but kind of like stops himself because he knows he's there with a kid thank you and he like looks at blue Thank you. The message was thank you for not. It's a it's saying for not killing. Oh her. no, thank I you know. For not killing her. Yeah. Oh, I'm aware of what she's saying. So she, she was one of them. She. She. I. I. I just don't understand how you could give your thanks to someone like that and still harm poor Ren and Redden here and the other children. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna take that. Thank you. That's not that's not mine to take. I'm a little mad at this too. She could have just stayed. And we, it would have been fine. We came back so many times. And she all she it was just, she was just cold is all she was. She could have she could have told any of us. It would have been fine. I wouldn't have killed her. We wouldn't have. I, I don't know. I just I I put my 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 trust in three three four five so many strangers. 
and I can... I put my full trust in you, Caragor, York, a little bit in Winter, but it's a... I, I don't know. I just... I felt that she was just... I, I, I didn't know what to do there. Something was wrong from the beginning. It's not your fault. We didn't see any recollection of her in the records either. Like, that should have been our first clue there. Not our first, but our biggest clue there. That she... I think the, the weird... That she wasn't here this whole time. You went through every single one of those files. Every single one of them. Blue, I've seen how fast you can read. I and I know that you, like, never skip any details. Like, if you didn't see it, it wasn't there. You know, I guess appearances really can be deceptive. Because this entire time, I thought she would be fine. Even, even if she wasn't part of this group. I don't understand this strange erotic behavior that, that, that she has. Like, she... Like, if she, if her, I don't know what her goal end goal is, she didn't kill anybody here. She just hurt everybody. Like she's just lashing out. Do you she think maybe when? Killed someone. Do you think that maybe when we killed the tattered man, something just went off there? We might see her again. I have a feeling. I I don't blue. I can't. I, I don't ever want to see her again. I don't because anybody that I ever meet could be her. <laughs> <laughs> this is this is ten. This is a thousand times worse than if she was still in here. Okay. I'm more mad than the fact she just walks, told me. Uh, which walks up to you and was like, "Look, what's done has been done. Be thankful she didn't kill the boys or the girl. I've seen out. I've seen out the window. You've somehow succeeded, haven't you? The mist is gone." Yeah. I'm, but at what cost? You, uh, well, I really wanted to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um, I look at Blue and then just kind of like, Caragor, your friend. Yeah, we'll find some kind of peace here. If, to tell you the truth, if it wasn't for her god or his god, I would have, I would go myself and give him a proper burial. I his type don't like to stay dead. I I. I tell her about what happened about the haunts that's have that happened in here and stuff like that. We will come back here when, with a stronger army. Right now, the most important thing is to get these survivors out. There's more than just the survivors you've been taking care of. Uh, we already got them. Kyle. Yeah, they're uh, all waiting outside. Ryan. Ryan. Yeah, Ryan. Doctor Ryan. He brought has patients of his own. They're outside. If you'd like to take a look. No time. I mean, I, I trust you right now. I just want to get these people off the island now. Okay. So, I mean, we'll gather all this shit up and we'll head out now. Hey, question. Can and if there's anything else I need to do in this godforsaken place. Um, out of character, um, there is one thing I want to do, and it's get the hell out so we can meet up with, with whoever Donovan is going to be next, because he has not been here for, like, two hours, and it's weird because he's been here for two hours. <laughs> well, I mean, he's Just making snarky comments. <laughs> he, you know what? He gets the right to make snarky comments, too, because he's... <laughs> he wanted to die, though! He has no right to be snarky! Nah, I can be I snarky right. as much as I want to. This is just a sitcom waiting to happen. <laughs> John, me and you be... hanging out is a sitcom waiting to happen. Oh, God. 
Oh my god. You know this to be true. David knows this to be true. <laughs> Look so, into your heart, you know it to be true. <laughs> if y'all, okay, she asks y'all to quickly pick everything up, and if there's nothing else you want to do, then she asks for us, for all of y'all, to come with her and to head out of the asylum. I say to her, my friend is injured. Can we really move at this rate? And I say, I point to Asad. And, yeah, I mean, kind of just showing off the motion. I'm really far away from my mic. Um, kind of just showing off the motion. Uh, like, every, every uh, when we walked in here, uh, while we just kind of, like, you know, casually, like, walked around, like, in circles or whatever, like, Asad just doesn't move, like, a, a lot. He's like, kind of, like, shaking and still, so. She, she says, we have... When we first showed up here, we did not encounter any kind of trouble whatsoever. Since the mist is gone, I doubt we'll encounter anything else. I really do want to leave now. There is... I don't want to be here anymore any longer than I had to. At least not the way we are now. If I'm going to stay here, I want to be prepared for anything. With men who are properly trained to handle what's in here. If you truly do want to stay and rest a bit, we can if you want. But I promise you that the men I have now will keep you safe and make sure you don't encounter any fights. I trust her. I, I'm going to go with what she's saying. Alright, I trust her too. Okay, so then she calls for everyone. And if you guys are ready, we all leave the asylum. But not the island. Uh, no. Well, yeah, if, if there's really anything else I need to go on to do with this, it's like... I don't think there is. Oh, there's no turning back now. I mean, I guess we're just leaving what's-his-name here. I feel bad for him. <laughs> Which one? The rat? The rat, I mean, yeah. he lives here, so like... Yeah, but I mean, he's gonna be pretty lonely. Are there any other people that we left behind that we should know about? Not that I'm... Do we need I to go back in the... Do we need to go back in the courtyard and get the night gaunts? <laughs> to get the night gods. Wait. Oh what shit. A... Well, I I John Venegas would do this, but um uh, to you know, to mess with the DM, but uh Assad will definitely not do this. Um I would have uh, went back got the uh, got the uh, bo uh bag of holding from character. No, I would have just grabbed uh Nestle's bag of holding, run to the library and just stuff it with as many books as possible and sell that for a bunch of money later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Caragor would do that. <laughs> it's a good thing Caragor's not here. I mean, I, that's a really good idea, but um, Nestle doesn't actually think about see, that. That would have so. been a perfect place to see that. That's what Caragor would have wanted. <laughs> but, it um, really would. No, it's it's what Caragor would have wanted. Uh, as soon as y'all leave the asylum, halfway uh, through the island, y'all run into Winter's men. They finally have come to check on Winter and y'all explain everything that's been going on and they they guide you back to the waters to the port and y'all take turns going back and forth but it finally comes to y'all and uh, Winter uh, Nestle and Asad you're on the last boat off this island off the asylum. Mm, and nice. heading straight towards Thrashmore. Mm. Alright, as we leave the boat, I say. Uh, I say. Uh, what's up? 
you know, I there's the last boat. I sh I shout that. Wait, what did you shout? I didn't hear you. It's the last boat. Oh. Out of here. In case Izzo heard me, she probably didn't. She's probably gonna eat the what's his name. Yeah. And if if y'all wait, y'all don't see anyone that looks like it's it's anymore. But it it could be anyone. That's. And it could be anyone. As soon as y'all do, y'all take the last boat back to Thrasher. Alright, And as soon as you land, uh, Winter tells you, I thank you for everything you've done. I really would like for you to come with me and join me when I go speak to our, my captain, Omir. She has, she's going to have a lot of questions for you. And uh, we really need some answers. I understand. After that, uh, Doctor or Nurse Ren walks up to Assad and tells you that um, he's going to be heading out of Thrashmore. He's leaving the city, and uh, he's taking the little kids or all the kids with him to take them to a proper home. And he out of character. Yes, I kind of, I w I don't blame him like at all. Yeah, he wants <laughs> like, to get these kids uh, over safe. He definitely wants to get a hell out of Dodge. And so he tells you, he tells Assad, um, hey, I'm, I'm heading out now. Captain uh, Winters has uh, found a little traveling van that is going to be heading to a city close to here, outside of this place. I'm taking the kids with me, all the little kids. If you okay. have any last words you want to say to Brenton, do so now. Brenton. Hey, um so uh I'm I'm sorry about it's uh, I didn't realize that that was gonna happen. But uh I hope that uh what I told you before that rings home to you and that uh and I do really want to reiterate that just because you don't just because you you lost everything and you've gone through all this, it doesn't mean that you can't still live a full, healthy, strong life. So, and he kind of like, uh, uh, kind of like, uh, motions at his, uh, jacket, his, uh, vest. He's like, this is made of, uh, lion. You, you know what lions are? They're the strongest, uh, most courageous animals that are out there. I would offer this to you, but I could, but I can't. Um, <laughs> it, it's, it's kind of big and heavy, but. <laughs> Damn, what a tease. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so David, I actually have a question about this. So, um, my jacket actually does have a property on it that I can tear it apart. Um, could I just tear a part off of it? Would you, like, treat that as, like, uh, um, would you, like, uh, consider it damaged or what? Because I'd have to completely destroy it and then get it mended later. That's the thing. Like, like gameplay, mechanic-wise, that is what it says. That it would be destroyed. It counts but as being destroyed? It counts as being destroyed if it tried to... Or, uh, no, sorry, broken. Let me just pop up what it says. Okay. I'm gonna say yes. That's the property your shirt has, and yes. I'm gonna, like, tear, tear a piece off and just hand it to him. I have a question. Mm -hmm. This entire time, haven't we been walking around in tattered clothes? <laughs> the tattered yellow clothes? I, mean, I would expect y'all probably would have taken it off. Yeah, I know, but it's funny. <laughs> but um, okay, he grabs it and he he tells you thank you while he's crying. 
and he says, I, I hope you, I see you soon again. Oh, uh, I don't know, Broden. I don't know if maybe, hopefully, uh, our paths will cross again and, you know, yes, nothing was going to... I become the boss and you would have to kill me. What the hell? <laughs> Did, is she Itza? I, pu- I punch him. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, no, but, uh... Well, I would, I would certainly hope that we would cross paths again sometime. And, uh, maybe next time, and kill you'll it. be saving me. <laughs> okay. And so, the, the, he says his final goodbyes. <clears throat> and him, the little girl, forgot her name, uh, Nurse Ren, and a few of the kids head off. There, there was a little girl? Sure. Yeah, there was a the little girl, I forgot her name. As that happens, is she the mute one, or is uh, that a different no? One? She's the. Uh, she, she was with. She, she's the one that was always with uh, Brenton and Nurse Ren. The first time you met her, she was whining, and crying. Oh, her. Um, yeah, we never got her name. Okay. And so, Winter tells you if you're ready, and she asks you to join her to go to Captain Old, uh, <clears throat> to visit uh, the Royal Accuser over here. Guys, that is the end of the first book. Oh, sweet Jesus. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, uh, Sarah and Ray. And before we continue, I'm going to do a little prologue. That's the proper term, right? Prologue? Uh, epilogue, really. Okay, epilogue. That, that, I can't remember which one is which. Epilogue. Prologue comes before a book. Epilogue comes after. Okay. So, epilogue. Back at the asylum, it starts raining. But it's not a weird kind of rain. It's just a standard, normal rain that does not burn your skin when it touches you. There we see Karagor's body just laying on the rubble. And Karagor, your eyes open. But you're not in the asylum. You're in a void of white. If, as you look up, you see a woman standing in front of you. A gorgeous woman. Beautiful. But as you start looking down at her, you start to see something grotesque. As part of her body has looked as if it's been ripped off and her intestines are just hanging out. And it ends with skeletal legs. You know exactly who you're staring at right now. What do you do? I automatically just kind of do a small bow and my lady. Get up. Get I up. Stand up. I give you so much power. And you just go on and die? I had big things for you. This is character. I... Do I have all of my memories now or just the ones that I had when I died? Uh, yes. You have all your memories back. Okay, so... Uh... I know, and there's... And I think I've figured out the last step. I've granted you so much power. 
You had it so close in your hand, but you just wasted it. I'm not done with you yet. And she reaches to her back and pulls out a scythe. But this time, you're no longer my tool. You'll be someone else's. And she cuts your head off. And you reawaken at the asylum. And there's someone standing over your body. And man in red robes. In pristine condition. And the actually the robes themselves, as they go down, they begin to tatter out. And you recognize this person as being a high member, a high priest of Urgothoa. And when you wake up, you turn and you see your body laying in top of a rubble. You're in a new body. And there's a chain around your neck. And the man in red robes says, Now you'll help me out. And I will become Ergothoa's chosen one. You wasted your opportunity, and I am the one that's stealing it from you. And he pulls to drag you out. As he walks you out the asylum, he continues digging through the rest of whatever remains here, and he takes you to the chapel room. And he looks around and he feels that this chapel room belongs to Phrasma, and he's disgusted by it. He walks into the room where Ran and the kids would stay. And he starts digging through the room. And he pulls out the blankets that were there. As he does, you see a body. And you remember the body. And it's of a kid. Uh, Brenton. And... His throat has been slashed. As we fast forward a few hours, we're on a road. And Brenton is sitting on a wagon with Nurse Ran to his side. And he's crying. And Ran tells him, You'll be okay, I I promise you. Once we get to this new city, you'll be taken care of properly. And then he stops crying and starts laughing. <laughs> Thank you for not killing me. Ren turns around, a bit scared of what he heard, as a dagger is lunged into his throat. By the way, out of character... <laughs> Fucking called it. By the way, yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, of- I was just like, Ugh. I didn't think he Jack actually could leave and come back, but I didn't know she was Brennan. Fuck you. Oh. She continues as she slices the throat of all the other kids oh, in the wagon. She jumps out and starts whistling a happy tune. As she pauses every so often to say, 
Thank you, my saviors. Thank you, Asai. As she turns into a weird, morphous body and just walks into the forest. Can I just say how terrified I am because I actually gave her something that would help her scry and find me now? I didn't expect Bredden to be her. I didn't, this this wasn't planned. This was not a planned decision. You know, I kind of, I kind of had a feel like after we left, I was just like, "Fuck!" I should have checked the rooms to see if there was anything suspicious. That's why David but... asked us like six times. Um, and guys, until next time.